Hi, I'm Brandy. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me. We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie. Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Hi, everyone. This is Brandy. And this is Angelina. And welcome to another episode of Talk 40 to Me. You know what I'm singing? Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was my Disney music because today we have, y'all, a little throwback here, friend from high school. And she's younger than us, so she's just a little bit. Just a little, not yet. She's not yet forty, but she's cut. She's she's on our heels. So our friend Anna Martin McKee is with us today. I just I I love her. First of all, we, her personality is just amazing. And if you guys could see, she's beaming from ear to ear to be here. <laughs> she's you know born and raised um, on the West Bank of New Orleans, where Brady and I were. Um, she is married with two dogs and. She is a sales agent for Golden Oak Realty at Walt Disney World Resort, which if you guys are not familiar with Golden Oak, just wait until you hear. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about this. It's amazing. It's amazing. And she's got a longstanding career with Disney and she is sprinkling all kinds of pixie dust on us today. So Anna, welcome. Thank you for being here. Welcome, Anna. Yay. Thanks. Good to see y'all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know Angelina saw you in college, but gosh, it's been since we've graduated. It feels like a little reunion. It is. Y'all look so good. Oh, same to you. Thanks, thanks. And thanks for that intro, Angelina. Like you're so sweet as well. And I love keeping up with you. I know. I know. So we're all in different cities. Anna's in Orlando. I'm in New Orleans. Brandy's in North Texas. <laughs> it's nice though that we can, oh, technology, you know, it's amazing. Yes. Indeed, it is. <laughs> so how's y'all morning going? Everybody good? Good. I did a full face of makeup for you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I did my hair. I see. Brandy, you look like you curled your hair today. You know, I did. It's a little frizzy though. I don't know what's happening here, but but I did. I curled my hair. I put my makeup on, but the lighting in my closet is not very forgiving. So mine either. Oh, well, I need to get a ring light, but it was, it's a, been a good morning. I got the kids to school on time before Woo! the second bell. I got breakfast in a somewhat of a healthy breakfast too. And I'm halfway through my coffee. So I'm feeling good right now. I did not get a workout in though. I didn't either. I didn't Me either. either. Yep. Yeah, I did not work out. I listened to my body this morning and decided stretching was more the thing for me today so yeah that's where i am i'm really excited because i just got back from disney by the way so i went on a about four day trip just me and my friend no kids no kids just adult disney which is so different than going to disney with your friends it's a completely different i mean with your family with your friends it's so different than with your family I know Anna, Anna said something that was it yesterday, the day before, like listening in on people's conversations. It was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Travis and I, so I think, you know, one of the, the questions here is what do you do for fun? We go to the parks, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're kids plus Disney adults and we just have a blast in the parks. And yesterday, I think at one point at Hollywood studios, we're like, just, just sit on the bench with our beer, you know, and, and just people watch. We did. We took a couple of times where we just sat there with our drinks and just watched. That sounds so heavenly. It was fun. <laughs> so you're saying your child is Disney adult. Anna, yes. tell, tell everybody more about you. 
Me, okay. So I moved here. Well, let me go back. So I've always been a Disney fan. Even as a little girl, I was like, I'm going to work for Disney one day. And I've always wanted to dance for Disney. I remember my planners in high school said like, Disney dancer for life. Like, oh yeah, you know. Uh, So I've always been like a Disney, you know, fan and a Disney dork. And my nickname is Minnie with my family because I always wore a Minnie Mouse sweatshirt or a Minnie Mouse t-shirt, even at home in New Orleans, you know, I went, and so my grandpa would go, Minnie, Minnie, and even on dance team on Eagleettes when we were on the field, you would hear in the stands, Minnie, and that was my grandpa. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. <laughs> I did not realize this. Of course, I was probably completely oblivious, but how <laughs> cool. Talk about manifesting. I know. Yeah. So in 2003, I did my college program for, you know, for Disney, which is taking a semester off and and you come and work for Disney and it was a lot of fun. And I was a lifeguard. I was really living a seven month spring break. I met some of the best people ever in my life, you know? And then um, I moved here on my second college program the day Katrina hit. Actually, we left two days early at two o'clock in the morning. My parents said, Katrina's hitting. Let's go to Orlando early. So we moved me here when Katrina hit and I stayed. Wow. Wow. Here I am in Winter Garden, Florida with my sweet husband and my two dogs and a Christmas tree in our bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit about me. I mean, you know, grew up in New Orleans and now living here and don't regret any, any moment of it, you know? Yeah. So you said second college program. How did, how does that work? I graduated LSU 2005 and you can still do a college program even after you graduate high school. I mean, college. Um, So you can still do a college program when you graduate and it has to be the semester immediately following, or it was back in my day. Oh, and by the way, I have to disclose, I do, I'm not speaking on behalf of the Walt Disney Company, just my own experiences. Yeah. Back in 2005, when I graduated from LSU, um, came on my college program, my second one, where I was a vacation planner. So selling theme park tickets at the Magic Kingdom Toll Plaza for people to enter the parks. And then from there, it led me on to other um, career opportunities with Disney. A professional internship led right after that into guest relations at Magic Kingdom. So I was in City Hall at Magic Kingdom. And then my career just went and went and went. So college programs are the way to go. It's definitely a good way into Disney. If anybody's curious, you know, to work for Disney or needs a foot in. You meet the best people. You have so much fun and I wouldn't pass it up for, for anything. Wow. You know, I never even realized such things existed, but that's so cool. Although I had never been to Disney World until this past May. I went to Disney World for the first time in my life. Wow. I know, right? You're shocked. I'm very shocked. <laughs> she has no words. Yeah. And Angelina went, I, I mean, all the time as a kid. Uh, yeah. All the time. Talking about Katrina, so like me, Katrina changed my life. I moved to the Dallas area after Hurricane Katrina. Tell us a little bit more about how that changed the trajectory and course of your career and your life and what the experience was like for you and how it shaped you today. You know, that's a great question because I went, I came to Orlando in 2005 on my college program, my second one. And I had always had plans to go back home. I wanted to go to UNO for a master's in hospitality management. I mean, hospitality is my thing. I love, you know, the the resorts and I love hotels. And I've always wanted to be a resort manager. And I can get to that later in my Disney career chat. But I wanted to do my college program, just take a break from school, right? After you graduate and then move back home to UNO. I was studying for the the GMAT, the GR, what do you take? The GRE. The GRE. Yeah. Yeah. I was studying that to go back to UNO, to go to UNO. I never went to UNO, but for their hospitality management. 
And I said, you know, I'm going to go get that and then I'm going to come back to Disney or I want to run a luxury resort in New Orleans. So Katrina changed my, my path that way because I didn't go back home. I stayed. So, you know, I kind of, I say Katrina kicked me out, but Disney kept me, you know? So I didn't go back home. I had a career advisor here in Orlando at Disney and she kind of laid out a path for me on my second college program. And I just stayed. So she's a reason why I applied for a professional internship with Disney following my second college program. And then from there, again, she, she laid it out for me. So uh, here I am. So Katrina changed my career path because I didn't go back home for a master's degree and I stayed at Disney. That's cool that you have somebody that uh, they are that helped lay that out for you. I was thinking the same thing. I didn't know that they would do that. And then I'm sure at that time, I mean, for all of us, it was just such a whirlwind and you're like, what, what do I, what do I do? What do we do? Well, you know? Yeah. So to have someone like kind of hold your hand and say, no, you know what? We got you. Career advisors are, are good at Disney, you know, or even like suggestions. Like, and I do this with a lot of, you know, college program kids today. I'll meet with them and kind of like, well, what are your goals? What's your path? What are you interested in? And then I can kind of say like with Disney, you can do X, Y, Z because you can do anything with Disney. I mean, you can perform, you can be in finance and back a house, not even see a single guest. You know, there are so many jobs with the company. It doesn't always have to be a guest facing role. So there's tons of things to do. Social media manager, you know? Yeah. I did it over again, Anna. Telling you. (laughs) Telling you. Angelina would be living in Orlando. I would 100%. I actually went to the seminar at LSU for the Disney College program. And I was afraid to give up that semester because it would have put me graduating late and I would have had to pay. You know, we lose, you don't have tops past, past that time. And so I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to give up a whole semester. You know, I was just on the fence about it. And so I ended up not doing it. Was I there? I thought. I think you must have been because we were only a year apart. Yeah, because then I was also a campus rep at LSU. So I wore a red polo with like Mickey on it. And I wore my mini ears around LSU campus because I was a campus rep after my college program though. So you probably went earlier. But from 2004 and five, I was an LSU campus representative. I was on Tiger TV, Tiger Radio, talking about the college program and recruiting college students. I'm like, go do it, go do it. That's so fun. Yeah, I think it must have been the year prior then. Unless we went to the same one. That's awesome. And I was in between majors too. So I think it was like perfect timing for me. Oh, see, yeah, that's good. I was like pretty set in where I wanted to be and I, you know, what I wanted to do. So I wasn't quite ready to give up a whole semester. The idea of like paying for my final semester scared me. I don't know why. I don't know why. So I wish if I, if I went back or if I tell anybody, like, don't be afraid of that sort of thing. Like, just do it because. Kind of like take the trip. Yes. Do do it. Get that experience. I regret not studying abroad. My mom really wanted me to do it. I like the idea of maybe going with a group of other students and staying in a dorm. But the program at my school had you living with a family for the summer. And I was like, "Mm, I don't, I don't really know about that. Like, I don't want to live with somebody. But man, I regret it. I regret it so much. So take the trip. Take Take the the trip. trip. (laughs) Do the internship. Go live (laughs) in Disney at Disney for a semester. So even though I was at Disney without my kids, I did still stop and watch the Festival Fantasy Parade because there's a Maleficent dragon, a steampunk Maleficent dragon that breathes fire, you guys. It's so cool. I still love the parades and the performances. 
And I know, Anna, you were a performer. So yeah. I was wondering while we were there, I'm like, what goes into this? Like, what, how do you get there? And like, how much work and preparation and just what is that like? Yeah. So, so fun fact, when I auditioned for entertainment, my parents didn't even know. I was on my second, I was on my professional internship in guest relations right at City Hall. And you see the parades go by, the trolley show go by all day, every day, you know? I'm like, I've always wanted to perform for Disney. Hello, Disney Dancer for Life, you know? So I was like, I'm just going to audition. And I went on a Saturday morning, 200 people in this big room. And they give you like, so the audition process, they give you movements to do like big movements. You know, if you're on castle stage, you have to have big movements, you know? So the, the round one audition was sort of fun, you know, do a box step, you know, yeah, I can do a box step. And then they picked people from that to go to a second audition, same day. And then, you know, harder moves. And then my second audition had a whole bunch of choreography in it from the parades, all the parades. Festival of the Lion King and Animal Kingdom. So I went from like Main Street, you know, to like doing Lion King stuff. And then from there, they, you know, said, you're going to move forward. We want you to be a performer with us um, or you're cut out. And that afternoon I was offered a position um, for entertainment and there were casting directors there you know, kind of like looking at your movements and where to place you basically. But that afternoon they gave me a job offer for entertainment. And again, my parents didn't even know I auditioned. And at the time it was a pay cut for me. <laughs> so I remember calling them. I was like, so I auditioned for entertainment. Um, anyway, so I went on to entertainment. I took the leap, right? I took, I took the, uh, the job offer and just rehearsals. I, you have to first, you know, be friends with Chipperdale, maybe if it, if they're, your height range. Um, so be really good friends with someone in your height range before you can move on to a performer role. Um, so there's two weeks of training that goes into being friends with Mickey or Minnie or Chip and Dale, you know, and then I was pulled pretty quick to start rehearsals for parades and shows. And I was cast in the trolley show. That was another two week process, I believe. Gosh, this is 2007. And then there's overnight rehearsals, which that's one of my favorite parts about the whole performance aspect, because you get to rehearse your parades and shows overnight. So in the Magic Kingdom for me, music is still on, all the lights are still on. It's just you and your performer friends performing for no one. That sounds like so much fun. Beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, it was so much fun. So overnight performances were definitely one of the best, but you always have to rehearse. So even before a parade goes out, so you're in different groups, right? Um, so say it's a, you know, you're in group A. Group A, you're backstage before you're going on to, re to rehearse, you know, you're blocking, et cetera. So there's always rehearsals. There's people watching Disney cast members in normal clothes on the parade route, making sure you're doing your, your dances correct. And you get notes at the end of every parade and show. Wow. Interesting. Wow. So there's like plain clothes Disney people. Yeah. Plain clothes Disney people. Oh, and, and they're watching the performances and, you know, like, so say uh, Jenny is on block A. So she's going to watch block A the whole way through, you know, or just like follow along, you know, Anna, you, you, you missed this wave on your right hand, you know, whoops, you get notes at the end of every show. Wow. Wow. So it's always, always rehearsals, always practicing, but it was awesome. It was so much fun. And I think you know, you really have to be in the character moment, right? And I had come from guest relations where I was used to talking to guests all day long. And at one point, I remember I was in um, Family Fun Day Parade back in 2007. And 
you have to be in character the whole time. So I have my, my wig on, et cetera. And somebody asked me, ma'am, what time does the park close tonight? And typically in guest relations, I would have known that. But in my role, I'm on Main Street USA. I, I don't know. You know, and then it hit me. I'm like, oh, I'm really not Anna from Louisiana anymore. I don't have a name tag on. I'm wearing a wig and I'm performing on Main Street. It's a lot of fun, but I really don't know what time the park closes tonight. You know, so I kind of, you kind of lose yourself. You're so in the zone of being a performer or a character. And so that that's one reason why I went back to being a full guest facing role. But entertainment is amazing. It, it was so much fun. And I love watching the parades and shows to, even to this day too, Angelina. So it brings people together. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you have a background in dance and 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 performance. And so I bet it's just kind of amplified the the excitement that comes behind it. I mean, you definitely as as a former dancer, I mean, you just get this energy and this, I don't know, like the endorphins is just such excitement to perform in front of people. So I can only imagine like essentially the Disney stage. Yeah, really like going through the park is probably really exciting and to see everyone's faces light up right because it's, it's very reciprocal because you know you're smiling performing for them they're smiling right back at you so you're right that adrenaline and that energy is unmatched it's so much fun at times i miss it but i'm like i'm almost 40 I am, i'm gonna hurt these knees <laughs> <laughs> and i just love the look on the kids faces too that's just so magical to watch the all the children just with their mouths open like you know smiling yeah. at you it's uh, so cute and it's so just genuine, you know? Yeah. Genuine happiness. So what year did you transition back into guest relations? 2007. So I auditioned for entertainment December, 2006. I got in December, 2006, and I went back to guest relations August of 2007. So I was a short-lived entertainment cast member, which I kind of regret, but you know, no yeah. regrets in life, but I went to back to guest relations, but then that's when I started to do tours around Magic Kingdom. So teach people about the Magic Kingdom and I wore a blue plaid around and then I became a VIP tour guide after that. And that's what led me where I am today. That that experience sounds super cool, the VIP tour guide. It's amazing. You're basically on vacation with these affluent families. They don't have to worry about a map. They don't have to worry about booking their, you know, fast passes on the app. Yeah. You're the walk and talk and fast pass and, and theme park map for them, but you meet amazing families, families I'm still friends with today, but VIP tours, that was fantastic. Just on vacation with families all day. Can you say anybody like that people know yeah. that you met? Yeah. I had Chris Harrison on tour, former host of The Bachelor. Okay. And I had Sean Johnson. I was going to say, I remember I knew you had Sean Johnson. I didn't know if you could say that or not. Oh, and I had Hanson Brothers. Fun. Oh. Jonas Brothers I uh, had for a hot minute, uh, Hanson. Who else? That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I love Sean Johnson. I know. Yes. Oh, it's so cute. So you did that role. When, when, tell us about Golden Oak. For people who don't know, what is Golden Oak and how did you get there? How did I get there? So let's start with how did I get there? So I was a tour guide, right? And then I'm like, I still, the part of me still wanted to be in hospitality management. I wanted to work in our hotels. I wanted to work in the resorts, mostly Port Orleans Riverside, right? Because it reminds me of home or French Quarter, whichever. So I went out for what we have called the leadership casting call. 
for resort management. And so basically they put you in a pool and you go through a ton of leadership classes. And then you're basically a management intern after that at a resort. And that's what I really wanted to do. So I didn't get it. It was May of 2010. I went out for a leadership casting call for the resorts and I didn't get it. And I remember sitting with a former leader of mine in her office. And I said, I just don't understand. Like, I'm ready for this. She says, you're not quite ready yet, but I think something else is going to come up for you that you're going to like. And I was like, okay, sit tight and wait. So I wait. And then a week later, my VIP tour boss pulls me aside and he's like, hey, Anna, they're opening up a community at Disney here at Walt Disney World. And they want somebody to lead the concierge team and they need somebody to be the sales assistant. I know you have an interest in real estate because I did. So I know you have an interest in real estate. So do you want to audition for it? Like, you know, interview for it? And I was like, I don't know what to do. So I called my mom. She goes, you'd be dumb not to, sweetheart. <laughs> so so my mom redid my resume. And, at, you know, again, I didn't know what I was really applying for. And I'll get into that. I'm reading this sheet and it says like luxury f- single family home community at Walt Disney World priced from 1.4 million. And I was like, wow, people are going to live on Disney property, you know? So I interviewed for the job. I got the job. And I kind of broke the ice because I'm a Disney historian. And I walked in, I, I claim to be, right? I love Disney history. So I said, I love that it's named Golden Oak. Here's my boss and marketing manager sitting right there. And the marketing manager says, you know what Golden Oak is named after? And I was like, yeah, it's a Golden Oak Ranch in California. So I went on and on about what Golden Oak meant. And then the interview just led me to my position as a new home sales assistant. They sent me to real estate school. Disney sent me to real estate school. I got my license and I was the concierge hostess, which we didn't have people living there yet. So Golden Oak is a single family home community. We started our project June 23rd, 2010. We started sales January, 2011, and people bought multi-million dollar homes to live at Disney, mostly vacation homes, not a rental community, but people live in luxury homes at Disney. And we sold out March of 2021. Wow! So my journey with Golden Oak, 12 years and almost 12 and a half years now, I started as a new home sales assistant. Then I went to new home sales coordinator. Then I went to associate sales agent. And then I became sales agent October of 2017. So I've had a nice path with Golden Oak, uh, starting from little girl who just got her real estate license to where I am today. And it's been an incredible journey here. Learn You learn so much about the real estate world, but also people in a different aspect, um, selling real estate and about yourself too. So people live at Disney and they have a whole um, concierge team. They have a dining room, a fitness center. It's called Summer House is their private club, but 299 people, families live at Disney. Wow. That's so cool. I didn't know that that existed. I find it so fascinating and inspiring that there's, I mean, you kind of know that that Disney's such a big company and that there's a lot of opportunity, but it's so refreshing to hear the career trajectory you've been on and how it seems like they've been so supportive in your career growth and keeping you in the family and finding your strengths and giving you opportunities to learn, but also grow your strengths as well. That's, it, it just seems so amazing. Thanks. I'm definitely blessed um, about, about that. And to have, you know, people in your back pocket who are always cheering you on. And then there's the people who don't, right? So we, we want, we want to get rid of those people. (laughs) 
<laughs> and one one thing part about my gold note career, at one point I wanted to just quit and leave because I was an assistant. And you know, I'm just being me. I'm just being Anna from Louisiana, doing what I do and doing a good job and then making money for other people when I was just the assistant. And it got to me so bad. So the people who use you eventually get tired of using you and leave and it gets tired of your successes and leave. But at one point I wanted to just leave Golden Oak. I wanted to do something else within Disney and I was torn. I was in tears and my leaders, my people in my back pocket who always cheer you on. No, no, no. Keep going. We have something for you. It'll work itself out. And I ended up becoming a sales agent. They made a role for me and where I could have, I could shine in my own way for my own self, you know, not for other people. So keep going. That's all I have to say is keep going and keep being yourself, you know. It's cheer. You always say cheer, right? But I know in Disney lingo, they spell it C-H-E-A-R. Cheering you like Mickey ears. Many, yeah. In your case, many ears. Oh, I. it took me a minute. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> Cheering, cheering. Like I guess you could That's say. That's cute. Of course, everything's cute? everything goes back to the brand, right? It does. It does. So obviously, this was a great move for you, and we have to say congratulations that you closed the biggest sale in 2022 in Orange County, Florida. I did 12 million. Holy wow. guacamole! Like that's in, that's crazy. So what was that like? And I mean. Oh my goodness. So let me, let's say, I'm going to talk about that house history for a second. It's interesting because my promotion was announced July of 2017 in that house I sold for 12 million. So that house was talk about full circle. Yeah. We had a big, uh, big party in that, in that house for our homeowners to see, see the house maybe because they wanted to buy it. At the time, I was for sale for 6.4. And again, I wasn't a sales agent at the time. But that night, my promotion to sales agent was announced to the homeowners. So anyway, a family lived in it for a few years, 6.4 million. And then it came on the market last year at 16,385,000. Wow. (laughs) I'm speechless. (laughs) So they basically listed it for 16.4 million. And then they, they decreased the price. It was a Thursday, I remember to 11,475,000. And then I called my people who were interested. Hey, they lowered the price. Well, okay. We want to see it today. And I'm like, well, I can't see it today. Like we can't go on a Thursday. They need 24 hours notice. Cause you know, the family is living there. So we went on a Friday morning, saw the house, stayed in the house for about a, an hour and a half, 30 minutes later, got a phone call. Hey, we want to make an offer. We ended up going over ask price to 12 million cash one week close. It was the fastest, wow, the fastest, most crazy week ever for both even my buyers. You know, we laugh about it now. The buyers, the seller, me, we we were fully accepted on a Saturday morning. And then and the home inspection was on a Tuesday. Inspection period was over Wednesday. And then we closed Friday morning at 12 million. Now, how does that feel? It was a whirlwind and it was insane. And I want to stay very humble because um, just grateful. You know what I mean? I hope you pop some bottles <laughs> yeah. and some champagne. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what I'm thinking of is like, was the previous homeowner still in the house? Like, how do you move out of a house like that in a week? Good question. So they just moved out their personal stuff. So the family bought it with all the decor package, because again, this was a spec home. So professionally designed decor, furniture, et cetera. Oh. So the family just moved out their 
clothes and personal items and photos. And then my family moved in on Friday. So it, it came fully furnished. It came fully furnished. I've heard a lot of spec homes do that, like where yeah. the builders will just kind of sell everything with it. And how big is it? It was 8,000 square feet, 8614. And it's like, what, how many bedrooms? It was six bedrooms. Nice. Six full baths and three powder baths. Elevator, conservation view. Oh. It was, it's gorgeous. You know, and okay, those cheerleaders in your back pocket. To get those text messages and phone calls of even people who don't work for Disney, local realtors, local realtors who are cheering me on, you know, congratulations, congratulations. And this is amazing. You know, like, look at you, you came from just getting your real estate license 12 and a half years ago to sell on a $12 million home, you know, the most expensive in Orange County in 2022. And then these people in my back pocket, you know, have had their real estate license, some of them for 30 years. And we'll probably never see that, you know? Right. And then the people who once upon a time you used and abused you, you don't hear from them. Yeah. Yeah. They've moved on. But your cheerleaders, you know, and so I think that was one thing about the sale is the people who came out of, you know, the woodworks, like, look at you, you did it, you know? That's so great. I'm so happy to hear the support that people lent you. I mean, I'm sure there was some jealousy uh, here and there, but at the end of the day, People are so happy. And what I mean by that is just, you know, having to, having sold something so meaningful and prominent, you know, but I think, gosh, I'm so happy to hear that people were supportive. And yes, I think we, we take criticism. Uh, we seem to focus on that more than the good. It's just our innate way of how, how we handle certain situations and and really going back to your cheerleaders and knowing that those are the people that are most important and the people that aren't going to support you they don't matter and and you shouldn't let that consume you and and control control your feelings absolutely yep and what i love about this too i think sort of the natural trajectory of our podcast has become this very much like supporting women like showing that we're successful and we're doing all these things. And you hear so many other females say that, oh, I was afraid or I held back or, you know, maybe we're not, there's some issues with not being paid as well as men and all these things. Right. And so when I heard you had done that sale and then I told Brandy, I said, we have got to have her on the podcast because we have to talk about these women that are just crushing these ceilings and doing yes. amazing things. Like that's, the big thing for me is like this trajectory of your career and then to hit this huge, massive goal, especially when people don't expect you to do it and you do right. it anyway. That's the part that I love. So what do you feel? There's been such an incredible journey for you from college to career to moving away from your family. And I know that that's such a hard thing. I mean, you know, when I moved in 2005, I moved here alone and my husband was in training with the military. So he was away. I knew some people from college and, and I was starting life over and it was so scary trying to like meet people as an adult. So that said, you know, what do you feel has been the most rewarding part of your journey and your job having to make all these transitions and, and the growth that you've had within the company? Wow. Um, the people, 
it's really like kind, you know, cast members are like kind people. You're working for a, a mouse. <laughs> so I think we all have the same passion for Disney. So cast member to cast member, we're all outgoing people too. So it's like we can talk about the the gray and blue sky out there and then the, the trees, some are brown, you know. I mean, we can have a whole conversation about that. But I think it's the cast member to cast member, you are very similar people. And so making friends with fellow cast members is very easy. And then with, you know, my job and my homeowners, they are so amazing. You know, just from, from the whole sales process to move in, you're talking to them quite often. Some of them took years to make a decision to buy. I have learned that people are just really, really kind. Again, people are buying at Disney because they love Disney. And again, those buyers are like kind people as well. They're entrepreneurs, CEOs, CFOs, come from the same backgrounds and they are very humble. Even though they're multimillionaires, you wouldn't know it just like sitting next to them and chatting with them. I think the people make it easy. When I win the lottery, I'm calling you. <laughs> yeah, the people. And then, you know, my I met my husband at Disney. And so yesterday was our 11 year dating meeting, right? We met at Epcot sort of on a blind date. We had known each other through, through social media. And then um, he was on vacation with his family, October 19, 2011. And I was like, well, you know, I have Zumba class backstage Epcot. I have Zumba class. I'll just come out and meet you guys and, you know, meet you in person. And we met in person and that was it. That, the rest was history. But he had done the Disney college program in 2006. So Disney brings people together, you know, and again, like-minded people were again, the kidless Disney adults, and we love to have fun. So, I mean, Disney and my career path and my journey led me to my husband and my beautiful home in Winter Garden, Florida with my two dogs, you know? So awesome. The journey, the people, that's been the most rewarding. I hear that so much. Actually, in our neighborhood, we have a couple that met through Disney as well. She was a princess and he was uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, friends with a princess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... So now that the princess and Indiana Jones live together in our neighborhood. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. So I want to give people an opportunity to learn even more about you. We like to do some extra segments so that they can learn. I love how you keep saying Anna from Louisiana. I just love it. (laughs) Anna from Louisiana, who now lives in Florida, Winter Garden, Florida, and works for Disney. We have a segment called, let me tell you something. And so this is, I mean, and you know, this kind of speak the way we speak back home. Let me tell you something. So it would be anything that you are loving at the moment. So something that you're like, what would I want to share with my friends that I'm enjoying? It could be a book, a podcast, something you heard. Oh my goodness. That's a hard one. Could literally be anything. What am I loving? It could be anything. Or it could also be something that you're just like, you came across and you're like, Uh hey girl, let me tell you something. Here's something that I found, or here's something that I came across. I can go first if you want a minute. You go, and Okay, so uh, mine, actually, I, I have it on. I'm wearing this. So I'm going to sound like a total Sister Studio IG rep because I talked about her in, in another episode. I just love this woman, Jen Reed, the Sister Studio. She did a collab with Abercrombie, and her stuff is amazing, and this sweater is one of them it's like so soft and cozy it's this cute color block she's just just all I just love her so much and everything she does is just golden and so her Abercrombie collection I 
Yeah, I bought a few things. Bought a few things. So you bought it at Abercrombie? No, I bought it online. I know you like to go to the mall, Brandy. So I don't <laughs> know if it's in the store per se. What store did you buy it from? Abercrombie. Abercrombie online. Yeah. So it's her collab with Abercrombie and Fitch. I'll go, I'll go look one day. I have to go to the mall and bring some things back. So <laughs> I did not go to the mall anymore. <laughs> I never, Brandy's like, we have to go to the mall. And I'm like, I don't know the last time I've been to the mall. When Angelina and I did our photo shoot for the podcast, I just have to try on clothes because everything fits me really funny. How many stores, I can't even tell you how many stores we went to. I don't even know. I don't let that, she, she <laughs> let me get, mar- she, get, she let me get margaritas. So that, that was fine. <laughs> But that's my thing. So the Sister Studio collab with Abercrombie, let me tell you, it's good. Get a sweater. Okay. Well, I'll go next. I discovered the Mel Robbins podcast. She just launched it. Is it amazing? I haven't listened yet. It's really good. It's really good. I was listening to the episode about anxiety. So I thought, oh, let me hear this. And it was very, very interesting, the science behind it. And then she now has um, another episode. I'm trying to find it on here. She has a new episode about dealing with narcissists. So I was like, oh, I need to listen to that. So she's bringing on these experts who, here we go, the Mel Robbins podcast. So let's see. The truth about anxiety and how to heal it, tools for anxiety from a neuroscientist. So he really brings in the psychology and the science behind it and what's happening with your brain. And so I thought that that was interesting. And then she has uh, this other person. Who did she bring in? She had, it was some kind of an expert. I am surprised she hasn't had a podcast before now. I know, I know. Well, so it says five signs you're dealing with a narcissist and how to protect yourself. I came across that on her social, on my feed, where they were talking about how do you respond to a narcissist? And I was like, ooh, this is really fascinating. So I think her her Instagram and her motivational uh, speaking has really allowed her her podcast to like blow up very, very quickly. So yeah, that's what I'm into right now. We love some Mel Robbins. I'll say that. (laughs) Yes. Well, I don't read and I don't really listen to a whole bunch of podcasts. I don't know. We're just theme park people. So one thing I will say I'm loving that Travis and I are stepping out of our comfort zone next week, and we're going to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Travis McKee, he does not like anything, you know, gory and horror. So yeah, we're stepping out of our comfort zone, out of the Disney bubble, and we're going to Halloween Horror Nights next week. And I'm not going to be wearing pink or many ears. So one thing I'm loving, I'm stepping out of that zone to go a little like edgy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We just talked about, we talked about this recently. Brandy probably would get along with your husband because she also is not a fan of. Not a fan. The Halloween situation. Nope. (laughs) It is my least favorite holiday. It creeps me out. And what's really interesting is my neighborhood is like Halloween on steroids. It's bananas. So it does bring some joy the way they kind of get into it. But I will say when we went to Disney for the first time, we brought our kids in May and we did a couple days in Disney and then we went to Universal and my oldest and I have been reading Harry Potter together. So he's really into Harry Potter and we're about to hit, we're about to start reading the third book. And so we went to Harry Potter world, like just for him. And it was, it was really cool. You have to say Harry Potter. 
You have to say it like that. And Disney missed out on that big time. I remember seeing, you know, uh, Diagon Well, it was. Yeah, Diagon Alley and. The Hogsmeade was first over at Islands of Adventure. And I remember walking through December 2011, like, wow, they did really good. You would think Disney did this and Disney missed out on that one. But I haven't been. You believe that? I've never been to Universal. Really? Of all the times? I mean, how many? I can't eat. Wow. Y'all need to go. Y'all need to go. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm usually, well, because growing up, my dad was in a wheelchair, so he really couldn't get on a lot of rides. And Disney is just uber accommodating to people with disabilities. So it was a lot easier for us. And then I think there's a lot of Universal that my kids couldn't ride yet still, or at least my little one. Maybe when he's older, but we thought about it this last trip and we were going to give up a day. And then I was like, oh, but we <laughs> like stay at the beach club and hang out by the pool for our off day instead. And then everybody was like, okay, that's fine. I don't have a hard time leaving Disney. <laughs> I will say Anna, my youngest, he has several food allergies and it's really tough traveling because we have to kind of do all the things of making sure that it doesn't contain his, you know, the ingredients and his allergens and being at Disney, everyone said that it was super accommodating, but it didn't hit me until I really experienced it. And gosh, it was such a relief for us as a family uh, with a child with food allergies, because he never went without, like he, we never had to stress about it. And they were very intentional whenever we ordered things and um, very supportive and gosh so I, I can't say enough great things about that yay good to hear well good luck at Halloween horror yes we're going Monday night we'll have to hear how it goes yeah I'm gonna follow you and keep up with your story <laughs> <My> stories <laughs> yes so in our last segment we have a mini segment and this is all about you we call it rapid fire rapid fire rapid fire i was trying to sing like you did, did i do good i really think <laughs> we need to do some kind of a sound when we do let me tell you something and rapid fire we need to find a sound that we can do to add to it i'm a fan of the pew 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 can i do something oh like yeah that? star wars <laughs> <laughs> So question number one, what is your go-to self-care pleasure that, that you basically do on routine? So it can be something you love to do in the morning. It could be, I can't live without my Starbucks, something you watch on TV. So what's your go-to must-have, can't live without? Okay, I do a weekly facial at home. Nice. Is there a certain type of facial? I just have a face steamer and I steam my face and I and I do the, the micro, that thing, you know, and then I extract all my pores and then I do a little face mask so I do that every week I will say your skin looks really nice it does it's very glowy I feel like I need to start doing something so steamer comes from Amazon yeah steamer I got an an influencer but yeah any face steamer really and then all the the tools to to do your face is it the tinkle is that the thing you're using oh yeah for the for for the micro dermaplaning dermaplane yeah yeah so I, I do that every week and then I extract every week. So I, yes, I steam, extract, dermaplane, face mask. Now, when you say extract, how do we extract safely without, because I, I I tend to be a picker. I used to be too. I have the the sucker, you know. There's a sucker? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the, um, kind of like the water thing that you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a hydrofacial kind of? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I know what you're so it's a tool. And then I have another extractor tool I use. And then you do a mask? 
and then a mask and I switch it up depends like last week I did a hydrating mask because mm-hmm. I knew we were flying so Ooh. so that's my one thing I can't go without once a week facials love it nice I'm curious to know the answer to this question where would you go if you could live anywhere for a year other than where you currently live one year y'all I would live on a cruise ship really I would live on a cruise ship they they make your meals and make your bed <laughs> Yes. And where would your cruise ship go? Oh, I would go to the Mediterranean. Okay. I really want to go to the Med, but I want to, I would live on a cruise ship for a year. So going to Greece on a cruise ship. Greece, Italy. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Favorite way to spend the day off? Oh Lord. (laughs) It's Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So Travis and I, seriously, we do Disney once a week. Wow. Because I don't want to theme parks anymore. You know, I work from home or in a sales office or showing houses. Um, so I'm not in the theme parks working anymore. It makes me excited to go back once a week. When I was a VIP tour guide, I was in the parks five, six, seven days a week. I did not visit the theme parks on my days off, you know, but now that I don't work in the parks, we visit a park or Disney Springs once a week. And that's mm-hmm. what we do. And then on my like Sundays, like today's my Sunday, just relax, have a lot of laundry to do, but that's not what I like to do. But uh, our fun thing to do is visit a park or Disney Springs. Like y'all go to dinner, ride rides, like just. Well, actually we don't even ride rides. Like yesterday we went to Epcot to celebrate our 11 year meeting anniversary at Epcot. We did one loop around World Showcase, ate at the booths as our lunch. And then we went over to Hollywood Studios, had a beer, did a loop, and then had a beer and people watched. And then we left. Nice. Did you have the grapefruit beer yet? I've had it before. Yeah, I liked it. It's good. It's like water. Yeah, it, go, it goes back really easy. <laughs> it goes down really fast. <laughs> it's good on a hot day. I, I just like the Dole Whip. <laughs> oh, give me a Angelina Dole Whip. got me into the Dole Whip. <laughs> mm, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> Dole Whip with um, the juice or no? So I had it the first time with the juice. I got the float this trip. I didn't know that there was such a thing. You can get it. Just the soft serve, or you can get the soft serve with pineapple juice. Oh, I didn't realize. I call that. it a float. Even better on the cruise ship, you can get it with rum. Mmm. I want to do a Disney cruise. Do oh it. It's, oh, it's amazing. Again, kidless Disney adults, we do Disney cruises. Well, I get a good discount too. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Last question: If you could tell your younger self one thing, what would that be? Keep going. You're doing great. I mean keep going. Keep being you. Number one, keep being yourself. Keep being Anna from Louisiana. Don't lose your personality. I've heard that more than anything. It's just like people, especially when you're going out for a job, you're like, what are they looking for? And maybe we have a tendency to try to be what they we think someone wants us to be. And at the end, they just want you. Yep. Well, and I also think that because I, I'm guilty of this too, that you lose your sense of self. If you don't stay true to who you are, you forget who, who you are and your makeup and how God made you. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Just be true to yourself and keep being you. I love it. This has been such a fun conversation. I, I want to move to Golden Oak. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh, I can't imagine. So if you guys want to learn more, about Disney's Golden Oak, you can visit DisneyGoldenOak.com. Give Anna a ring if you want to consider purchasing a vacation home there. And um, I, I really just love you convey so much happiness and joy through this whole conversation. 
and I'm glad we were able to video it so people can see just how pleasant and joyful you really are. And it's Thank really you. been, it's been an amazing conversation. Yes. And you haven't changed a bit since, <laughs> no, since high school in terms of like just your smile and your joy and just mm -hmm. being such a fun person, an amazing person to be around. And you look the same. Those weekly facials are working. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sweet to me. Oh my God, I'm going to turn red. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Anna, for being thank here you. and spreading some, you know, joy and pixie dust all over us today. Yes. I don't want to go work now. I just want to like <laughs> go to Disney. <laughs> go to Disney. I want to take a I know. trip over to Disney now. I know. I might be listening to some Disney music the rest of the day. Just saying. So we hope everybody has a magical week. And thank Yay. you so much for being with us. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you all so much for listening in. And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow us on social at Talk Forward to Me podcast and share your feedback on today's topic. How is the conversation relevant in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss? On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life.